It's time to wind down with Leah. Get in the mix with Kid Six. Kicking shot talk with Carl. Tell your day. Go and grab your phone. Tell a friend or two. It's therapy, sports talk, and entertainment news. It's time to wind down with Leah. Get in the mix with, with Kid Six. Kicking shot talk with Carl. Tell your day. Go and grab your phone. Tell a friend or two. It's therapy, sports talk, and entertainment news. What's good, everybody? You are now in the mix. It's your big dog, Kid Six. Shout out to his Carlton and Dig. No Leah, aka the therapist, but it's all good because she came from behind the scenes. In the meantime, to fill in, so effing classy, aka so effing crafty, aka so effing glassy, ladies and gentlemen. I am here. I need y'all to embrace this and enjoy it. This is a one-time thing, all right? <laughs> yeah, y'all don't even understand what we just had to go through beforehand, but we appreciate it. So thank stuff. you. It's cool. I'm only here so I don't get fined. Yeah. We will find you. That's a fact. <laughs> that is a whole fact, man. Listen, this is episode 122. All right, we got our question of the day. It's a two-part series, man. So we got two questions for y'all. And we just want to like really dive into this, man. You know, share a little bit of experiences and whatnot. We ain't got to go into full detail because we know I got love and like try to figure things out. But it's cool. But I, I feel as though this is going to be a good conversation because I, I think we've all experienced, you know, at some point like a, a, a bad dating experience. Or we've witnessed one of our friends, relatives, bad dating experiences, right? So we'll dive into that, of course. And then we also got something to where we could discuss, you know, um, concerns about a friend or even a family member. When's the right time to actually bring up those concerns? You know, because we know how some people can get in their feelings about things and be in denial about stuff. So this is what's going to be on this week's episode. But before we dive into that, man, shout out to Rich King Brand. As y'all can see, the hats on the table. They got the summer gear out as well. So make sure y'all go and follow them. Put your orders in. It's going to be a great summer, y'all. I just need y'all to understand this. And also, right here today on this episode, we're manifesting. Y'all going to see in the mix at the BET Awards on the red carpet next year, hitting them interviews. I just need y'all to understand this, okay? So when y'all go back next year, be like, damn, he said that on episode 122. I'm, I'm carrying the mama mentality, all right? That's what I'm rocking today. That's some real LA shit right there, too. Feel me? So... I had to really just come in with that mentality. In the mix is going to be on the red carpet hitting them interviews. So we're going to dive right in to our first question of the day. All right. About this dating experience. Okay. And then, you know, regardless of age and where we're at, but what's so difficult about dating today? Because it seemed as though it was like, you know, it was pretty simple, pretty easy back in the day. Right. Not much social media around. I mean, aside from like MySpace. And whatnot, and you could hurt somebody's feelings if you removed them from the top five. Yeah, we get that, <laughs> right? <laughs> we 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 know when you get removed from the top five, top ten, anything. The music selection, your caption of the day. I'm just saying, you know, we we showing our age here, y'all. So <laughs> I know y'all probably like, man, what the hell is MySpace? But if you don't, if you don't know now, you know. Father, this whole social media thing. I'm <laughs> just saying. I'm yeah. just saying, man. Yeah, father. Then. Now, you know, we, we've all been in the dating realm. You know, we had some good experiences. We've had some bad experiences. What is so difficult about dating today that either, you know, it just pisses you off or makes you not want to get into the dating pool or makes you want to spend a block with somebody else? 
We're not spinning a block. Not spinning a block? No. No? No. Nah. Understandable on that one. But, you know, so effing classy. Now, I'm going to start with you. Of course. All right? Because I know I know the dating scene has been a little rough. Mm, y'all right? seen the text. Yeah, you know we we we've had talks about them. You've shared some crazy stories with us. What's so difficult about dating today? What's been difficult so, for you? You started off by saying um, not getting too much on the age, but I feel like age does play a factor in it. Mm. Um, you say back then it was a little easier, and honestly, it could have been as far as for me, my experience. With guys in that whole, I'm not ready, or I'm doing this, I want to focus on this. And in your early 20s and everything, for a guy to say that to you, I feel like it could be a little more understandable because we are all making our way, we're fresh out of college. Mm. But now we're in our 30s, and for men, grown men, to have that excuse, it's, I, I, I don't, I'm not with it anymore. Mm. So I feel like it's a cop out. You just want to have your cake and eat it too. You just don't want to settle down. Just say that. Don't say I'm not in the right space or this. Because honestly, the space could be great. Mm. They have their own spot. They have a great career. Not just a regular nine to five job. They have a career. They have this. So why aren't you still ready? I think it's just they don't want to commit. That's all it really is. Mm. You know, it could also be other things. And that's fine. Everyone has goes through their their emotions, their ups and downs. You never right. know what somebody's going through mentally, um, and what they've been through in their past experience. But also communicate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so age, I feel like age for me is playing a factor in it. We are not getting any younger, um, and if it is something that's going on, are you taking the proper steps to heal yourself and mm-hmm. get there for someone else, or are you still just straggling people along? So I'm getting hit with that a lot. Like, it's like, okay, so what is it that you need help with? Do you need help with? Are you trying to help yourself? Um, So that's one of the struggles of dating. Communication, Mm -hmm. that's a constant. Um, Today's age, again, like you said, social media. I don't really have too much in the social media world as far as, like, that's getting people caught up Mm because... I get hit with, oh, that's why I don't have social media. I'm like, you shouldn't not have social media because you don't want to get caught up. You should just right. not do <laughs> the stuff to, that's going to get you in trouble. Like, social media shouldn't be... That's why I'm like, nah. That's a red flag to me. When somebody says that and use that as an excuse, because okay. I feel like you're lying. And I feel like you probably do have a social media. You're just not going to give it to me because you have a whole nother life. And I've, I've seen that as well. Oh, mm. So when somebody says that to me... I don't like that. Now, the the stuff that you've been through um, so far, as far as like in the dating world, does it make you sometimes sit back in and look at yourself in the mirror and question like, is it me? For sure. Um, I just had this conversation actually where it was like, you're getting multiple guys saying the same thing. It's not you. You're great. You're this. You're that. And I always look back. (laughs) I know. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like... I know that, um, but when you get so many of that, mm-hmm. then it has you then be like, 
y'all all saying the same thing and I'm the only common denominator at this right. at this stage mm-hmm. because they can be all different types of guys from different backgrounds and everything because a lot of people like to say it's the type of guy that you're dating where are you meeting these people it can be literally a variety of backgrounds mm-hmm. I'm the common in all of these different so backgrounds you, what so you're I is always, you don't have a type I always type is we're going to get into type because I want to know what is a, a type at some point. Okay. Like, you know, mm. it's, it's a lot of details that go into a type. That's true. Because if you look at all the people that I've even dated, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all over the place. Right. But then when you break down certain characteristics, I feel like, is that a, a type? You mm. know? I don't think characteristics is a type. That's what I'm so, it's like, I don't, I don't. But that's a whole other thing. Okay. But back to what I was saying as far as I'm the common out of all these people, mm-hmm. all these different backgrounds, all these different cities, locations, education, careers. I'm the common. So it makes me look back like, is it me? Mm-hmm. Y'all saying it's not me, but I'm the only one. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it does make you think that. But I now always got to try to snap out of it um, and look at my life, be blessed and thankful for what I do have. All the accomplishments that I do have um, and my future goals. So I'm like, nah, it ain't me. It ain't me. Now that's good. You definitely got to have your, have a talk with yourself and realize that it's not you because at the end of the day, it's just that person. I feel like for them, if they like shy away and push you away, it's because they don't want to get you involved with what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Could be that. Uh, or also... If they not getting anything out of it, then it's just kind of like, all right, well, let me just go ahead and dip. If we haven't, you know, done this or done this or I'm, I'm do- always doing this, but nothing in return type of thing. That could be it. But instead of just saying, well, I ain't getting no ass, so I don't want to keep doing this. I'm out, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> It can be like that sometimes. You're like, it could really be like that. So. I get it. it. You know, it's definitely difficult for the ladies out here, but it's fucking rough for the men out here when it comes to dating. I need y'all to understand. Y'all think y'all got it bad? Y'all really we think y'all got that. it bad? We do. Yes. Hell no. Let me tell y'all something. For the fellas, it's fucking rough out here when you it comes to trying you to You go date. ahead, and then I'm going to have my date counselor. I'm, I'm telling you, like, we, for, for the men, like, we really have to deal with... Because, you know, everybody nowadays is a content creator, right? So every time you, like, want to go out on a date with somebody, they got to record everything. And then they got to post it on TikTok. Now you're part of somebody's experiment, right? Because a chick could have just went on a date two nights ago, did the same shit. Now she posting that. Now she's doing a new date night. And it's just like, okay, yeah, I went on a date with this guy. It was really good. Now you remember the guy I was talking about? The- no one is private. No one is private. Men, I mean, women do this all the time. And it's just like, yo, are you doing this to just like have shit to post? Like, are you even actually looking to try to date? Do you just want me to be your project? I'm not going to be your project every single time. Oh, hey, can you record this or put your arm right here real quick? No. (laughs) The fuck? Leave me alone. I'm trying to eat. (laughs) Fool come out. Wait, wait, wait. Don't eat yet. Let me record it. I'll smack your phone out your hand. (laughs) stop playing with me like we gotta go through so much and then of course you know everybody always want to use the lingos and shit right so then you gotta deal with the 
oh, well, he got to apply pressure. So now we got that point to where we got to wait. We have to wait in order to see what move she's going to make because we could be consistent, but then we got to wait for her to meet us halfway. It's bullshit. It's truly bullshit. It's annoying. That's a, that's a that's a certain type of female that you're dealing with. Nah, you're dealing it's not. No, it's woman, not. Woman, lady. I be saying female Girl. all the time. Um, <laughs> look, be politically correct. <laughs> you know, like, nah, it's really not. It's just what you see out here. Mm. It's bad. So that's that's your downfall, Carlton. It's more to it, but you know, I'm gonna let C do his thing yeah. too. Because we really gonna dive into it. And then we're gonna swim yeah. Man, it's a lot of uh it's a lot of force. It's a lot of entitlement. And please say that second word, bro. Entitlement. Cause they ain't gonna hear it in the back. It's a lot of force, it's a lot of entitlement. And then um I wanna say time and effort. Like we live in a very weird world out here. Mm-hmm. You know? So like, the 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 kind of shit you need to invest into somebody when you're trying to build something. A lot of people are simply not in the right space to do that shit. We know this. Right. We live in a very weird world out here. Shit is changing left and right. Mm-hmm. Just, we just all survived the pandemic that's technically still going on. Is it? I don't know. We don't know. She don't got a mask on. Surprisingly, she still got her mask all the time. She right. be behind the camera with the mask on. Y'all don't even know. <laughs> But, you know, the force and the entitlement is like, the force kind of goes along with the time and the effort. Because you want it to work, so people be wanting stuff and they be trying to make it. And it's like, mm-hmm. some stuff, you know, you got to let it naturally settle. And if it doesn't feel natural, you can let it go. The entitlement part, though, I feel like, I feel like that shit is plate. Let me wash my mouth. I said I was going to wash my mouth. The entitlement, though, I feel like, and it comes from both sides, the men and the women, I feel like it's plaguing our world where it's like you got people that are entitled to somebody's pockets. You got people that are entitled to people's uh, genitals, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but even even aside from that, it's a certain level of entitlement that everybody, are, it's like everybody tries to apply certain levels of entitlement across the board in places that it just mm-hmm. doesn't belong. And then even still, there are certain parts of, I guess, relationship journeys where entitlement does come into part, where it's like, you can feel, you probably should feel entitled if there's a certain level of commitment, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then people jump the gun on that and they feel that entitlement way before they should feel that entitlement. Mm-hmm. And you see people joke about it. A lot of stuff that we're talking about, people joke about. Yeah. But people be dead ass. Mm-hmm. I just said dead ass. After I just said I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> people be serious though. Like, like you see people joke. What's one of the jokes that you hear about? A girl tell a guy if she gives him her number, any other chick she talking to gotta be gone by that night. And they'd be like, he don't even know you. He might not even like you. He might not even use your number. And people be joking. Mm-hmm. But some people take that seriously. Oh, they definitely do. And then you got the, because I got to come with the guys too. You got the guys, and I have a friend that he, he has this bag. I had to tell him about this several times. 
if he spends a certain amount of time or money with you, he kind of feels entitled. I don't want to say to like any kind of sex, but like say if a girl is like, yeah, you know, we had a decent date. We had a good time. Mm -hmm. But I'm not really interested like that anymore though. For Because she's entitled to that. You see how I use that word? I spun it with it. But he would legit be like, pissed like he snapped on a couple girls about that and mm. just like oh i took you here spent this and they like yeah like that's what you do when you date it <laughs> that and is I had true to tell him that. I, I had to tell him like bro basically that's not g like you're not keeping the g by doing that because mm-hmm. i'm like if she don't like you she don't like you just right you decided to take her on a date like that's what you're supposed to do that's what you're gonna do mm-hmm. it's even been some girls that took him on the date and was just like yeah you know we probably better off as friends or, you know, just not interested in that same way anymore. It might be him. He just snapped. Hey, listen. That was a, that was a, whole, that was a whole other conversation <laughs> that I had to have with bro. But to that point, though, we're going to circle that right back around to entitlement. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a lot of these factors, man. What's the definition of entitlement? Do you want me to read? I'm going to read how I do. Y'all know how I do <laughs> I pull up. I pull up the definitions. And my auntie. And my auntie is the definition of entitlement. The fact of having a right to something. That's like a very basic definition. The other definitions don't really. Or the the belief that one is inherently deserving of privileges or special treatment. And those pretty much fit what we're talking about here. You know, and some people have entitlement up front. That's really. But I'm talking about where some people just like, because I exist and I'm in your presence, I am entitled to everything by you. Because they're the table. They think they're the table. So, so can I debunk the table thing real quick? Real quick. This might, this might be coming from the streets, but I, I, I ain't going to put it, I ain't going to put it there. So, you know how people are like, what do you bring to the table? People are like, I am the table. And then y'all know how I'd be like, you stupid if you say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know how I feel about yeah. people. So, the table is the thing that y'all are trying to build. The analogy comes from like bringing stuff to the table. It's like essentially setting a meal. Mm-hmm. We are all. It's like it's like a we we creating a meal. So somebody got to bring the vegetables. Somebody bring the protein. Somebody bring the starch. Somebody bring. It's like these are all of the things that you bring to the table to create this meal. The meal is like the relationship or whatever y'all are trying to build. And so the table is symbolic because it's already there. Nobody can be the table. That is stupid. Because if you are the table, you're still not bringing nothing to the table. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Niggas can eat on the floor if you got food. But again, the stuff that you bring to the table is supposed to be the stuff that you build in this relationship or you build in this meal with. The table is already there. People have to bring stuff to the table. That's that's what that means. For people that's like, I am a table. You are stupid. I want you to know that. <laughs> you can't be the table. You cannot you can only bring things to the table. Huh? That is a very easy cop out that people think sounds cool when they try to deflect from the fact that they don't really know what to say when somebody asks them what do they bring to the table. And even still, what you bring to the table is all relative to what needs to be at the table because yeah because you're That's naming a lot of positives and i think <clears throat> i think sometimes like people don't realize that you still have baggage with you so what's the baggage that you bring into the table I bring the baggage to the table 
you know what what exactly is it like can you actually sit here and be real with yourself and list the name of things of okay well <clears throat> you know i have an issue with this i have an issue with this instead of okay yeah i have this i have that cool i will hope you have that like i will hope you have a job i will hope you are doing well for you you know um what what am i looking forward to when i say what am i looking forward to what flaws am i looking forward to to where okay where can i find a balance at how can i balance you how can you balance me type of thing and i don't really want to have that conversation it's a hard pill to swallow right when you sit there and really talk about and and listen to what you are actually like your baggage you're like damn it's an eye opener for you how can that person actually help exactly they don't want to do that. They don't want to do that, man. They don't want to talk about bringing that. They don't want to talk about bringing communication. They don't want to talk about being able to have tough conversations and mm-hmm. bring that to the table. They don't want to talk about accountability. Yeah. Those are the kinds of things you bring to the table. Mm-hmm. You say you brought. You say you are the table. So that means that people bring stuff to you, and that don't make sense. Right. It doesn't. And then every every person that you encounter, that table needs to be set differently. Thank mm-hmm. you. Maybe so. What are you bringing to that specific person in that relationship between you two? Because everybody's relationship is going to be different. Everybody's, I guess, like you said, you're making a meal. Everybody's platter is different. If that Mm -hmm. person has this already going, like you said, I will hope you have this. I will hope you have that. So now we're coming together. And it's like, for us, what is it that we need for each other? What Mm -hmm. can I help you with? Like you said, baggage. Okay, what can I bring to help unload that baggage and vice versa? Right. So it's it's definitely is that you need to you need to understand what bringing to the table. What's your contribution to this specific relationship mm-hmm. with that specific person? Agreed. You had mentioned uncomfortable earlier. I think <clears throat> I think there are a number of people who um, fear those uncomfortable conversations. They look mm-hmm. for so much perfection, and again. They look for that perfection because they want to have some. They want to have that validation from social media. You know, I feel as though anytime we have a discussion, we always got to revert to social media because that's what it's boiled down to. Everything has to be for social media. When you break up with somebody, they always want to go to social media and tell about what happened or make it known that they're single or you know Everything do subliminals. Yeah. Everything is just for social media, and it's just get back with the person. That's what exactly. I so like what. You making yourself look you crazy. crazy. <laughs> Let me put a word to that. <laughs> privacy. It, that is killing. Niggas don't. They don't know what privacy is. People but you also want to know what it is when when you tell people that you want to um, keep your business to yourself. For them, they I think know. that means oh, you're hiding other women. <laughs> and it's like, what does that have to do with us being private? Everything doesn't have to be for it's social media. Because you had people who really do that shit, you know, having other lives. So it's like you mm. got to kind of find that balance um, and that trust and that communication. Yeah. Before you say that, because I was somebody who felt that, like, I believe in privacy. I don't mm. like posting anybody I'm ever, I'm dealing with, like, it took forever for me to really post my marriage. Mm. But he felt like I was hiding the whole time. He had a whole other life. Mm. Yeah, see, me, I'm, I'm kind of different. Like, I don't... I don't want you to always post me because I don't want it to be like, okay, yeah, we was good this month, and then now next you and I and I don't post anyone either because I don't want to go through that whole process of like having to go back and delete (laughs) photos of us. Like it, like the thing is, is that no matter what, I don't care who you are, how many followers you have, 
People are watching. They watch. They pay attention. So when you want a consistent basis of doing the whole, do they still do Man Crush Mondays and, and Women Crush Wednesdays? No. I mean, I see a lot of couples doing it. Okay. I see single people doing it. All right. So, that. you know, but, but you have people, people be that. posting themselves. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you know, like they, they do that and it's just like people monitor that because it's just like, okay, oh, you know, you want to show that you happy, black love, all of that. But once it stops and then the deletes go, let me go ahead and just <laughs> I've been plotting now. I was acting like I was happy, but now I'm really happy because y'all niggas, is, you single. So what we doing? And um, yeah, you know, so it really has nothing to do with that. But it's more of like a private life because post me that you got to deal with. Oh, you you talk to him and they don't even have anything current. They just go back from, oh, OK, yeah, you know, in 2015, he used to date my friend. What what relevancy are we supposed to deal with this right now? What? How? For what? This is what I say about the entitlement. <laughs> a lot of the entitlement doesn't even come from the people that are in the dating situation with each other. It comes from the outside Definitely world. Exactly. The outside world feels like they're entitled to know if you are dating somebody. Mm-hmm. They feel like they're entitled to know the status of if y'all if y'all in a relationship, if y'all engaged, if y'all mm-hmm. they're entitled to know. If you got a child, what the child looks like. It, uh, they're entitled to know if you're happy in a relationship or not. They're entitled to know everything. And yep. then some people feed into that and feel like they got to respond to that. And so now they're like, well, I got to show that we went on a date today. I got to show that I ate food at this restaurant and you was there. That's why I need your arm in this picture. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to post your face. But now people going to want to know who that is. And at some point, they're going to want to get to the point they going to post your face. It right. used to be a time... Where I felt I called it the glow. Mm-hmm. I called it the glow, the glow era of social media, where you just posted stuff that you wanted people to see. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as much about you having to uh, uh, content, contentize your life. That's very where true. Everything you're doing is for content. Or oh, I'm mm-hmm. in a relationship so that I can post about it on my social media so people will follow me about that. It used to be a time when you just like, hey, I think this is a cool photo of me. Or I think this outfit looks good. Or I think this picture or whatever. And you post that. And that's what the hell was on social media. Now you got people that's like, nah. I need to know everything about you on social media. And I am an advocate for everybody knowing less about Mm -hmm. each other. Because what did I say earlier? This is a very weird world we live in. Extremely. And people, people just got that kind of entitlement. Like people will make you feel bad because them and their irrelevant selves to you don't know enough about you. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it sometimes is. Sometimes people feed into it in these situations and they yeah. feel like they don't want them irrelevant people to not know enough about them, even though they're irrelevant. And so they gotta they gotta let them know. And that crap is killing these dating situations and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Very much so a headache. You know, they have to even go through that, honestly. And it's just like, damn, can't we just enjoy each other and not have to... I'm dating you. I'm not dating you and your best friends and your, your, your crew over there and all of that. Like, you don't have to keep running back and forth and telling them everything that we go through, you know? Especially, bro, with some of these people from, like... I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a just use Baltimore and Chicago for example. First of all, mm-hmm. first of all... Not even on the dating tip, but just on a regular. People tend to just have a certain level of privacy because there's a different kind of people out there that look for certain types of shit. Like, I know 
situations in Chicago where people posting their locations has led to them getting killed or it's led to them getting robbed or certain shit or you posting mm-hmm. too much of certain stuff now they think you got certain stuff now you are a target for certain types of shit so that part of privacy people don't look at that part because mm-hmm. they just like oh nah they need to know that I'm with this person and I'm doing it's just like bro it's levels it's certain stuff that people don't consider mm-hmm. that affects other things and people make everything this is another thing that really 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 kind of aggravating people make everything in their life about dating like they make everything that they do about finding a partner it's like you work in this job so that you can be in a situation and find a partner you go to these places so that you can find somebody you do it and it's like my nigga just be like exist be a regular person mm-hmm. you, everything doesn't have to revolve around dating and relationships but like God, I don't, I don't understand. It. Yeah, I think. Like nurture the relationships around you, and it'll come about. Yeah, I think with some, um, I think with some women. The first part that I was talking about. Yeah, I think with some women nine days when they reach like a certain age, because earlier you had mentioned, you know, a timetable and everything. And I think, uh, well, like, well, not getting any younger, but I think for some women, the that's mentality <clears throat> for who we date. I feel like it should be elevating it should be rising you're getting older you should be maturing i guess that's Mm -hmm. the better word for it so that's when i when i say age i mean more on a mature level i shouldn't be hearing the same phrases when we was 21 and we're in our 30s now i think your maturing level your mentality should be a little bit different yeah and i also think too um you know it's 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 tough to encounter someone and actually be able to have like a normal conversation without having to use, you know, some of the terminologies or some of the terms that are being thrown around on a day-to-day freaking basis, you know, Twitter phrases, all of that shit, you know, lingos from the women, lingos from, you know, the, the LGBTQ plus community. I don't know if I'm missing a letter. I apologize. But, um, you it, things like that. And it's just, can we just have a normal Conversation. I think I read something where I saw something to where it was just like um, it's a possibility that we could be without any internet. Mm-hmm. I saw that. I remember the days. The world wouldn't know how to react. They wouldn't. I remember the days without internet. The the world would not know how to react. Like I I think it would really have to force people that don't really know how to read to actually pick up a book and read. Um, to actually sit there face to face and not be in the phone and have a full blown conversation with someone, um, and you probably don't even know where to start. Because guess what you're gonna start? Damn, it feel weird not being able to post. <laughs> like, damn, this would be a good. This would be a good, you know, pick the drop. Like, it, everything is just so. It has to be for social media and get back to reality. And I think, I think. They missed that part, and I think there's it's it's so many avenues when it comes to like dating and what's wrong with it today. I was about to say, so for y'all, it seems like for the guys' perspective, it seemed like y'all have a big issue with the whole social media thing. Is it anything else outside, or do you, can y'all just not get even get past that to even see? Oh, not even just the social media part aspect of it. I think also, I'm not to cut you off because mm-hmm. I say that to say. I feel like that's one avenue for y'all, but there's so many women in the world. Is the ratio is different 
BBLs in in dating for for guys versus B- BBLs. That's another issue. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Always bring up the BBLs. Yes, because every woman wants to look like the the, the same <laughs> woman. Like you, y'all are all looking alike. That's true. I truly miss just like all natural women. Any look, ladies out there, if you got the tiger stripes, you are appreciated. All right, don't look in the mirror and be like, damn, niggas don't like tigers. I love tiger stripes, all right? If you got them tiger stripes on the side, hey, I know. I'm hip, all right? The BBLs is just, again, every woman wants to look like the next woman. It's just, again, this is much as the women feel like they got to deal with so much when it comes to dating a man. We have to deal with a lot when it comes to dating a woman. Like, we truly do. Y'all can't accept y'all can't accept the man if his beard is not connected. <laughs> but we gotta accept y'all with them thin ass eyebrows. Oh, no. And you gotta draw them on. They be thin no now. Edges. I don't be thick now. They was thin back in the early 2000s. Those you know, things be the little check marks. Certain shit. It's just if a man loses a job, then it's just kind of like, oh, I can't do this anymore. But if she loses a job, then it's like, well. That's on the man everybody for. Yeah. I need everybody to understand you're never going to get perfection. It's it's and it's that that's okay. Whatever works for you. Sometimes lacking a little bit here, again, we talked about somebody else can pack, pick up a little bit. So mm-hmm. people have to just know how to compromise. That's and the thing. No okay one knows how to, to compromise. Like they go they into these Twitter spaces. And then it's just like you you see the same conversation over and over again. And that's People always adding their two cents in. Oh well, yeah. why are you going fifty fifty if y'all live together? Oh my my I'm man saying. going to pay all the bills and I'm for the outside. Of that's things. what I'm saying. If it works for you, it works for you. Exactly. That's it. That's I think it. the ones that always talk about that are the ones that like. That's why you're single. You too focused on somebody else and what they're doing in a relationship and what makes them happy. And it's like, yeah, this is why you're single. Sometimes they don't even be single, but they be miserable. Exactly. That's true. Misery, hey, misery comes in every form. Single, married, relationship. I'm trying to tell you. Ugly. (laughs) It's all bad. I'm trying to tell. Don't let it be. Don't, don't. And because every friend group really has that one friend that just like can't stand niggas. So they they just want to put a bad seed on everybody anytime a, a her friend bring around a new guy. Oh, I don't like him. Why you don't like him? It's just niggas. Yeah, no. Every friend group has that. And it's just, God damn. Misery loves company, but my goodness. So that's why I say for the men, we be stressed out trying to date y'all. I, I can see. I can see how y'all are stressed. I understand y'all are stressed. I just feel like at least y'all have, like, say, okay. You can probably meet somebody every month, right? Mm-hmm. Regardless if it works out or not, you have the option to at least come across and meet somebody every month. Yeah. Child, it take me yeah. <laughs> darn near a year to get a one date. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that level. But again, regardless if it don't work out, You're it don't work out. Or quantity. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. understand, but. Cause it's like it's like the same kind of issue on both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, you got women. Yeah. It's hard for y'all to find one. 
and then you got minutes, it, you can find 10, but then you might not, you might have zero out of 10 that's quality. This is the world we living in, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've been out, and I've been in a space like that where like, I probably had a nice little roster, but then it's just kind of like, damn, I just don't want to do it. And then like you said, like with the, the outside friends and everything, and we talked about this in our group when I had posed that question, um, and we should actually have her on at one point. She would be great for this. Okay. But her perspective on everything, um, when we talk about dating, mm-hmm. she was basically bringing up, you know, who's the person that's pursuing who. Because she's an automatic. If, you didn't pers- if they didn't pursue you first, it's never going to work. That's how she thinks. And she had me literally going back and, and thinking, like, is she right about this? I literally had to go through, did this person, no, mean? that person, like, pursue that other person. So, like, if I initiated the conversation, if I initiated giving my number out first or anything like that, it's mm-hmm. never going to work in her eyes. She needs the guy to always pursue her first. Apply pressure. Like... That's what they try to call it. And honestly, <laughs> again, this is outside information that's coming into me that always makes me sit there. Now I have to go back and look. She's saying this is this is what I'm getting at. I'm like, hold on. Cause no shade. Even even she even told me that I need to start dressing up more. Y'all know me. A she nice little, nice little top jeans and little heels. Put the nigga is, that only wants you for sex. She says, and I'm like, girl, every time we go hey, out, drop her. I'm always dressed. She's like, no, you are, but she was like, I mean, like anywhere, um, grocery store, not like she's one of them. Like she has to be and full blown. And I'm like, no shade, like everything that you're saying. But she, she does date often. I will give her that. She does date often. Mm-hmm. But are they lasting? Or you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, at the end of the day, we both still Girl, single. You can't put so <laughs> a hoodie and some sweatpants. And honestly, you get more. When I just run I'm out like, the house real quick, out of hoodie and I, I just run again. out the house real quick. <laughs> again, ladies, right? I definitely get like I can't speak for all the men, good. but I, I love the fact that like you could see you could see a woman in her natural element, right? I don't need to see you all glammed up at, at Walmart or the dollar store. Like I don't want to see that. I'd rather be able to see like okay, this is what she looks like when she goes out. All right, you know what? I could do that. I, I'm, I'm cool but a lot, with that. A lot of women think that they have to all the time. And I guess they get those pressures as well, again, from social media. You have to look a certain way all the time. And I'm just like, what happens when y'all get so comfortable? And then now, you know, I don't just be who you are. Is coming on. Like, <laughs> baby, the rollers are coming out. This is what I mean when I say, this is what I meant when I say, People do everything for relationships. There is mm-hmm. no more nature about it. There's no what like we know why women wear bonnets. Same reason why men wear do rags. Why would I not wear my do rag to you know lay my waves down because I'm afraid that a woman might not want to talk to me? That ain't why I'm wearing this do rag. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, <laughs> why would a woman not put a bonnet on her hair to protect her hair because? She's afraid that a guy might be like, oh, you got in the bonnet and I don't like how that look. It's not about that. Like, it's about her hair. Like everything. We, oh, you can't go to the grocery store without looking. 
Like, I do understand presentation. I do understand. Yeah, we're not talking about going out in pajamas and stuff. Because I don't want to do that. But I am going through one, some Morgan sweatpants and... But 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 even even that though, and this is this is why I look, man. And, and shout out to the therapist because she's not here. I'm gonna give her. I'm gonna give y'all this Nas line. All right. My nigga Nas say, I remember talking to Big inside his leg truck. He said, "Stay fly when you bum and keep your pajamas on, money." And from that, mind you, he said it like 2012. But I always feel like that's like a sense of style more than it's like a pre- presentable thing. Cause like I can have on a hoodie and some sweats if it's a good hoodie, some good sweats or something mm-hmm. at the grocery store. That can say a lot. It's not like you just got on some raggedy, whatever. Like you said, Morgan stuff. Somebody could look at that and be like, oh, well, she went to college. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's Morgan. And it's Morgan at that. You know what I'm saying? So, But stuff like that, I feel like, is it's more about a comfort thing. What, what is the tech? We're going, going to the grocery store. I got on Morgan's place. Why is that not okay? Because you, stranger... Looking at me mm-hmm. like I'm not a potential partner because I have one more than sweats at the grocery store. It don't even matter because, like I said, the 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 whole everybody doing everything about relationship stuff. The majority of people you encounter on a day to day basis are not people that you are even considering any kind of anything with. Mm-hmm. Imagine a complete stranger comes up to you and says, "Hey, you got on more than sweats. I don't like women that rock more than sweats." <laughs> and you like, sir. Like, if we wasn't talking right now, I would never, ever say anything to you. As a matter of fact, I hate you. Like, what do you, what do you do? And this is, this be the funny part because you see stuff like this on, on all of the Twitter. I see it. I see it the most. Mm. When, well, you, it, it's, it's on both spectrum. It's on both sides of the spectrum, though. But you see it because men care more about looks than women do. And you'll see some shit on, like, social media. A guy talking about he, a certain type of woman he wouldn't date or he wouldn't even like him based on this, this, and that. And then people go to their picture like, and then be like, this, this you? <laughs> he got 24 years old, born bald, <laughs> fat, beard, patchy. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, bro, it's like, you can't make this stuff up. The jokes right themselves. But yeah. you know, we get hit with that a lot. We talk about that as well. That's when you saying, deny a guy, oh, Lord. Their heart just shambles, and now they have to be disrespectful to you and be rude or say, Well, you ain't even all that anyway, or da da da. I was just trying to be nice. How are you just trying to be nice interrupting me while I'm pumping my gas? Like, what are you talking about? Like, (laughs) what you ain't all that. I, I would still never understand that, but I was something enough for you to approach me. Mm-hmm. So now you want to get offensive because I turned you down. And I think that's also corny um, when men do that shit. Like, I, I, I hate it. It's the worst because it's just like, yo, if you don't get her, the friend, you might get the friend. You might get somebody else, but because you acting this way, now you're not getting nothing. You look like a whiny ass crybaby because okay, you're not getting your money. Like, yo, I got money. Da 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 da. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so clearly you need to <laughs> Okay, claps for you. You have money. Like, this is what you do. This is what you do. I got money, so give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> right, like. So give it to me then. You know, because that's all that that that's that's what men be trying to lead with all the time nowadays. Again. And a lot of them come off, some of them come up. off really, um, really controlling off rip, mm-hmm. really possessive off rip. Like you said, entitlement, entitlement literally gave my number to somebody on 
a Sunday or Monday. Thursday, he was asking who I was having sex with. And when is the last time I had sex? I'm hello. First of all, hi. How's your day going? Where how did we get here? I said, um, sir, that is very personal and it's none of your business. Mm. We just met. Did we you have block had him? oh yeah. Oh, we wow. have had a few he wasn't even stored in my phone to be honest. <laughs> there was just a number. Hey, how about <laughs> get past that? I ain't gonna front. So Don't I'm, ask I'm me that glad you, somebody right now that's there was just a number in my phone. No, I'm glad you I'm glad you said that because how long do you wait to save somebody's name? So you get the number, but you don't store their name. I met somebody in March. They are still a number. Mm. Okay. And honest, honestly, See? I think I might save them in, but it's pointless. Um. Honestly, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know if there's a timeline. Mm. That's what I'm saying. I don't... Because... I mean, sometimes it's immediately. As soon as you get the number, you save it. Sometimes they might text you and you might just be texting from the number. I don't know. It's not really a timeline for me. Mm, I think it, it might take me a minute. Like, if I get somebody's <laughs> number, I ain't going front. Because I got I to fill it out. You know, I got to see where it's going to go. I feel like, I don't, I, honestly, I don't want to, I don't want to store it and then I don't hear from you or it's just like, ah, well, I mean, it's a waste why, of time. That's why for me, it, I mean, storing numbers, it hasn't always been that deep for me because... Mm. For one, it ain't no thing to go delete that number. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's nothing to go delete that number. Yeah. For two, not storing a number could make you remember that number without trying to remember that number. At least if you store the name, mm. you're going to know the name, but you're not going to know the number. You delete the number, then they really going. Because it's like, yeah. Mm. You know. Okay. Yeah, it takes me a little minute, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know it, it does, man. It does. Because I don't really want... I don't want to go through that whole process of like, trying to find them. No, like, yeah, I, go I, I got two numbers in the same month. And neither of them were stored in. The one I feel kind of... I do feel kind of bad. They could be stored in. Nothing is going to come from it. Mm-hmm. But we are friends now so i feel like okay even regardless we're friends now i can store them in the other person literally a month went by they text me and it was just their number i just scrolled up through the text thread and be like who is this again now, you might, you might get the, maybe this is maybe demarcus Mm-mm. damn no because we never um we had introduced ourselves in person so mm. when we text it so wasn't like, hey, this is such and such. Gotcha. So now it's that not gonna say maybe. Yeah, it's not gonna say maybe on there. So I, I had to scroll up. Damn, so like, maybe you should, <laughs> maybe you should delete this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I had the nerve to say I'm playing. Oh, and I hate that too. If you are inconsistent, do not hit me up weeks later and say I'm the one that's playing when you are the. I'm sorry, I can see our text thread. Does your thing delete after a certain time? Because mine doesn't. Because I can scroll up. And mm. show you every single time. Don't text me and say, hey, I reply, and then there's nothing. That's annoying. Mm-hmm. Why are you even texting me saying hi, and yeah. the reply, you're just, that's it. Like, I, I'm not about to carry, because if i got to carry the relationship in just a text, that mm-hmm. means I'm going to have to carry the relationship throughout the whole relationship. And that's draining. That means I'm always have to do something or this and that. 
carry a conversation, suggest where to go and do mm-hmm. all that. That's draining. You know what I am good for? I am I'm definitely good for if like we've just had too much inconsistency, I'll delete you. And then if you hit me up all <laughs> willy-nilly and I hit you with the who is this? Cuz this just recently happened actually. Like I got hit up. It was like, "Hey Jules," like real excited in a text message, and then I was just like I put the thinking emoji and I'm like, um, who is this? See, I, I didn't delete because I never stored them in. But yeah. they're still in the text thread. I, I think they was the already thread. stored, but it was just like <laughs> we we not consistent. I I, so like, I don't, you know, but they they also didn't say dang, it's like that. They I think they just understood when I said if it's okay. if we lack consistency, we not gonna there's lie. No, there's no need. I definitely had to think about what his name was, though, because we didn't do the hey, is such and such in a text. Mm. So when he did text me and I still had to scroll up, I got where I knew I knew who it was. But I said, oh, what's his name? Mm. But I really didn't care anyway. Like so. I've had a moment like that, you know. Um, but yeah, man, it's just. But yeah, guys are very inconsistent. So you can add that to the. To okay. The, what's something y'all would like to change? Um in, in, in the dating world and then we'll we'll dive into our next question. But this was a good discussion. My my thing is always still I'm just big on communication. Okay. Big on communication, even with my friends. Communication. Why why you just look at me? <laughs> because y'all know I'm big on communication. I'm gonna leave it at that. I am a big communicator. So um communication and honesty. Cause honestly I feel like a lot of, especially a lot of guys, be like, oh, um, they they always have this thing like, oh, women can't handle the truth or that's not what you want to hear. How do you know what I want to hear? How do you know how I'm going to react? Mm-hmm. I'm going to react negative if I found out that you lied or kept something hidden because now you caused that reaction out of me. Had you been up front, I can know how to handle it up front. Mm. Like we're grown, we're single. If you're talking or dating other people, that's fine. Probably so am I. As mm. you should. You're allowed to date multiple people. This is mm. not a, a relationship. We are not exclusive. Mm-hmm. But communicate that. Yeah. Don't don't blindside me. And now, because now I feel like if you hit that, if you lied about that, what else would you? And you have no reason to. Mm-hmm. We're we're in an open friendship getting to know each other there's no reason to lie or hide anything and if you do that in that stage why would i ever trust you in any other deeper stage right so that's it so it's just communication and honesty because you never know that person may be down with it if you set those ground rules hey i'm only looking for this cool that's why i'm gonna have you over here you got different friendships and relationships with different people all the time like my homegirls some homegirls i can travel with some homegirls i can talk about life too. Some mm-hmm. I can confide in. You know, some I can bring around. Yeah. Everybody has their certain level, you know, in in your in your space. Like, just know where to place those people. Facts. Same with relationships. If you only want to hang out, I had one person literally only wanted to have like outings. We never kissed, hugged, nothing. We just always went to the movies. We just always did that. Just as a friendship, it was, mm-hmm. and that was communicated, and that was fine. Right. No one got upset. No one got hurt when somebody else was going out with somebody else. You know, mm-hmm. it's communication. You never know what that person is okay with if you just communicate. Fast needed a friend. 
<laughs> they really did. <laughs> some people, some people are like that. Like, yeah. and I, I didn't care. Yeah, and because it's also I wasn't okay to looking be the fun friend. Like, listen, and people got realized too. It's okay to be the fun friend. You know, for anything, whether it's just to go out and do something goofy or, yeah. you know, late night cap, if you know what and I, I mean. Guess, but I it's guess okay. on his part, he didn't want to okay. always go to the movies with his homeboy. He wanted mm. a female companion to go and hang out and go to restaurants and stuff with. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't on that level. And that's okay, too. Yeah. Just understand. I just... Okay. Communication, honestly. All right. It. I'll say for me, being the now, you know, be present. You know, when we're out, let it just be us. Every five seconds, you ain't got to pull out your phone. You ain't got to do all of this extra shit. I'm not going to be your goddamn project. I'm going <laughs> to tell you that right now. You're not going to have me on here. I'm going to just let you, you know that. you scrolling and be like, that was my date she's talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, are you not going to have me on Twitter or on TikTok? And yeah, so you know, I went, I went, blah, blah, blah. Like, hell no, because I'm going to jump in them comments and be like, all right, first of all, let me tell you You're gonna you give yourself right. up. Now they're gonna jump on you. Yeah, nah, I ain't gonna they gonna jump on me. I'm be like, y'all, she fucking lying. Let me tell y'all how this shit really went. It's all right? like a BET movie, like <laughs> tell you how this shit really went. Yeah, tell you yeah, my side. man. That'll be good. Because it's always it's always one sided. It's yeah. always one sided. You know? Um, and just stop doing everything for social media, you know. Um, the shit's corny. I- I'm gonna be honest with you. It- it's extremely corny. That's 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 my crack. Um, the last two things I'm gonna leave y'all on is reasonability and accountability. Mm. Meaning that um, whatever the deal circumstances are, people like each other, people don't like each other, whatever. Sometimes you can even like somebody and it might still not work out just because of the lives that they that you lead. Like you might not have enough time to commit to getting to know this person better or building on something more, no matter how much y'all might initially like each other. And you have to be reasonable about that so that you're not wasting your time or another person's time or stringing them along or whatever the case may be. And then accountability part, mm-hmm. I feel like is a very, very, very big thing because um, that kind of coincides with everything else. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whatever good or bad may happen, you know what I'm saying? I'm not even talking, just talking negative. But like, accountability can be something as simple as you know you plan a date so you're going to be there at this time or whatever and then you actually fall through on that you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying you hold it down or if something happens and you can't you, you know own up to it or big or small you know it can be right. like a simple a simple a simple thing it could be a, a greater thing or whatever but I feel like those two things they weigh they weigh a lot when we're talking about dating you know what I'm saying because like I said we live in a crazy world mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying standards the the circumstances are not always ideal to even be going after this stuff which sucks because everybody wants it you know what i'm saying you're going to want some kind of companionship you're going to want all of that and then the way where you are in your life as far as building a life that's sustainable for that to exist mm-hmm. might not be the time for that which sucks because you know you might find somebody you like during that time but yeah you know what i'm saying you still got to be reasonable with yourself and hold yourself accountable mm-hmm. and other people accountable too yeah and i think um Damn, I know I said I was done. But also learn how to build a friendship when it comes to dating. You know, once you establish like, okay, because y'all are going to be friends throughout that process. Like, yeah, y'all like each other, but you now have your friend, your best friend. 
your woman, your lady, like you're, you, you are building this. So it's all being built up. So learn how to build that friendship, establish a friendship first before you just try to dive right in and immediately, you know, oh yeah, I like you. And then two weeks later, it's like, I don't want to, you know, the next day, or oh, I don't want to be your boyfriend. I don't want to be your girlfriend, stupid. And y'all mm -hmm. rolling down a hill, tumbling and shit. And then here we go, high school, loving basketball. See what I went with that? But, you know, just got to learn how to build that friendship, man. Seriously. Um, that's all we got on the dating situation. So now we're going to turn things over to the next question of the day, which I think will actually be a good one. Uh, see, you able to uh, read that off for us? Let me bring it. Let me bring it. Let me bring it on home for y'all real quick. All right. If you're concerned about something going on with a friend, at what point and how should you approach talking to them about it? Hmm. You want to read it one more time? Mm -hmm. I'm going to read it one more time for the mixings out there. If you are concerned about something going on with a friend, at what point and how should you approach talking to them about it? <clears throat> That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, because you have some friends who um, are in denial about things. And I think for them when it comes to hearing the truth about themselves is difficult for them. Um, and it's tough. And I think that's where boundaries become placed, where boundaries really aren't needed. You know, if you come into me on a consistent basis talking about the negatives in the relationship, and then when I mention something about it, then it's, oh, well, this is my thing, so stay out of my business. You keep bringing me into your business. So it's tough. Um, and I, I think you have to, you know, like you said, you got to know your, your group on who to confide to and who to hang with and, and travel with and everything. And I think it's tough because it's like, I don't want to feel like I have to walk on eggshells to be able to come to you and just say, hey, you know, I know this is about you. This is, you know, I'm a bit concerned. What's really going on? And then... I get lashed out on because I'm being a concerned friend. Um. Yeah. Well, I I know firsthand because I have a situation that's still ongoing. Mm. Um, I think for for me and a couple of our friends, um, more so me, because I'm I'm a little closer to that person than the rest of the friend group. Mm -hmm. We all, you know, still talk and you know reach out, but. For me, it was, you don't, because depending on it, it always depends on the situation. Because um, you don't want to wait too long. But you don't want to jump on it too quick. Because like you said, they can get offensive really quick. Or right. Feel like you're overstepping your bounds. Um, so you do have to kind of sit back and watch just a little bit. And for me, when to step in is when I see that whatever that situation is, what's happening is now going into your daily life and things are steady declining. Things are happening in a negative way because of this situation and it's happening more and more and more and more. Mm -hmm. The first time could come around and it was out of your control. You right. know, you try to bounce back, cool. Second time comes around, it's it was out of your control, but you had just a little bit to deal with it. That you, you could have kind of prevented just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Third time to come around 
And at this point, now you didn't had two situations where you could have seen this coming. Yeah. We seen it coming. You should have seen it coming. Mm. Um, so then now, and I'm looking at everything in your life. Your your job is gone. You have not. You don't have this anymore. You don't have this anymore. When things start taking away from that person's life, and you you see them not in a happy space anymore. Yeah. Because you and again, that's why I say you don't want to wait too long because that can happen on maybe the first instance. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to try to just sit them down like. And you don't want to come at them too strong and make it seem like it is their fault. So what I, I try to do is, so what happened? Let them tell you what happened instead mm. of you coming with what you've seen. Because, again, it's, it's size to each story. So let them tell you what happened and then say, okay, so what are you going to do next? Or what are you thinking about doing next? I always ask questions instead of just telling somebody to do this. You should do this. You should do that. Da 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 da. Because it seems like I'm trying to like scold them in some type of way or try to force them to do. So I like to ask questions. So what do you think you should do? What do you want to do? What How if they can leave you do out certain that? information though? So that's when it's still your job to at least watch and monitor and see because it's like now I've already seen this happen. So let me see what she's gonna tell me happened. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody from another family member already told me this one and let me see what she says or he says, let me see what they do. And you kind of navigate and see where they're cutting off that truth. Because mm. they may not completely lie to you, but they will withhold some information. Yeah. And that's where we're kind of at right now in my situation is like. You're telling me stuff, but you're not telling me the full thing. And mm-hmm. one, and now I'm to the point where I've tried all that asking, what happened? How can we do this? What do you want to do? What are you trying to do? At this point now, I'm like, okay, fine. So you're telling me what, what, what happened here. I already know that's not the full truth. Mm-hmm. So now at my, at my stage, I'm just like, I cannot even, I don't know what to say or how to help because you're not giving me all the information yeah and then that's when they would have to reevaluate well should i tell them but sometimes they still won't and at that point they just not ready for the help Mm. and you have to be okay with that too you can't force because if you force yourself too much they will cut you completely off um, and you don't want that to happen because you still care about that person. But at the end of the day, you also don't want to do too much and it's not going anywhere. And now you're stressing yourself out. Mm. So it's, it's really, it's really hard. Cause I feel like we're all still navigating, trying to understand and trying to help the best we can. Cause everyone says you cannot help someone that does not want to be helped now. Um, my situation this person kind of reached out for help and when we tried to help there were some like oh well i can't do that i can't do it. why can you not do that and again because they are not telling us all the information mm-hmm. so what we're trying to help with they're not willing to take it mm-hmm. or they don't want it because there's something that they are leaving out mm-hmm. so it's like well at this point i don't know what else to do Right. Da, da, da. And then they can get defensive. If you if you assume they'll get offensive, because now you're trying to piece together the puzzle on your yeah. own, and now they're coming off offensive. I'm like, whoa, hold on, mm-hmm. relax. I'm trying to figure out and help you, 
but you're not saying anything so i have nothing to go off of but to assume certain things yeah and you know i was just 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 pray if you're if you you know if you're about that life just pray about it mm-hmm. you can try but do not stress yourself out especially financially mentally you can just be the best friend that you can be mm-hmm and I had someone actually reach out to say, do you think it's time to just let that person go? Mm. And that's, now that's hard. Yeah. So. We had that conversation with Leah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if, I don't, I don't think we're there yet. I don't okay. think we're there yet. Um, Cause like I said, they did reach out for some type of help, but the type of help we were like, we're, we're not doing that, but we can do this. Mm-hmm. And they did not want that. And I feel like, why wouldn't you want that if that's what you need? Because there's other things going on. So, mm. it's hard. Man, I feel like to, um, to directly answer the question, sometimes you got to kind of will the situation. Because I feel like it's so many different angles you have to make sure are all crossed off before you approach them because it has to seem natural. Mm-hmm. So meaning, whatever the dynamic of that friendship is between you and that person, there's a way that you can create a situation between you and that person that's natural for you and that person to make them comfortable enough to even start the conversation, to even help them feel more comfortable to lead more lean more into the conversation and give out certain kinds of information so that they can like you know have a certain level of honesty so that you can help them if you can help them and actually talk about the situations mm-hmm. and and when I say that too if I go back to the beginning of what I said when I said will the conversation within something that's comfortable between you and that person that's natural between you and that person sometimes you gotta come to the understanding that it may not be within the means of you and that person's friendship or relationship for them to get a certain level of deep with you. Or maybe they just might not, you know, feel that, you know, if if it's not, if y'all haven't had like those kinds of deep conversations on a regular or something, that's for some people. But for the people that have, you know what I'm saying, you let them know that they have a safe space with you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Let them know how you see certain things affecting them. You know what I'm saying? So that when they can... Cause they can probably see it too, more than likely. Yeah. And you let them know that you know you you willing to you want to help them. You know you love them, and y'all can y'all can go from there. Cause I know, even even from experience as being that friend that needed like you know, a, a, a friend to talk to, and you might not even know when or how to talk to any friend that may you might even be comfortable talking to them about when they provide that safe space for you. You know that they have that open ear and that open heart judgment-free, all of that. It's, it works wonders for that person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it it can be life-changing. Yeah. Them, you know, and so when it comes to that, you know, you, you expect, or even to talk about other situations, because that's, that's just one side of it. We know about the other side where people, even if they are comfortable with the friend that's coming to them and created the safe space for them and all of that, they might still have other things where they might be in denial about certain parts, or they might not be accountable for themselves in certain parts and they Uh might be embarrassed by certain parts or they might be traumatized by certain parts 
it takes a certain level of you know emotional intelligence and knowledge by the friend that's trying to help too to be able to identify certain things so that you can maneuver around them where you're like I can tell that this is hard for you I can tell that this is this for you or that for you and because of that you know I know a way that we can maybe maneuver through that and around that so that you can be more comfortable discussing this or so that you can be able to openly say this or hold yourself accountable for that or speak on this trauma without it hurting as much or you know what I'm saying or even if it's just you know what I'm saying sometimes you know it might be a friend that just needs to either vent or they might just need to be around normal love like they might know what they they might know what they need to do in a situation yeah you can see something affecting them and they might be like I know how to do it I know exactly what to do but I feel stuck as far as taking the steps to go towards that mm. and then they might just you might be able to be like you know what they just need somebody like me to tell them how great they are how special they are how good they are at this how whatever and then that can help boost up their confidence and switch up their morale to help them get through whatever they're going through and so this is like a test a true test of friendship mm-hmm. because in determining that time or even creating that time you got to be very versed on the dynamics of that particular friendship and then yep. what friendship is, period. Yeah, I think I think some people lose sight of um, what a real friendship looks like yeah. and then just wanting to have people to call friends just because um, things aren't going well with the real ones. And it's just like you watch folks nowadays where they share certain things and feel like they were open, but... Later on, they realize when this person is constantly always throwing everything back in their face, like, that's not a friend. That's not somebody that you keep around. And I think sometimes it sucks because, again, they turn to social media and they start talking about it. And then out in this person, it's just like, yo, we created a safe space. I felt safe enough to share this with you. And now you're going out and, you know, revealing everything that I shared. Um, It then closes that person out. Um, so it, it could be difficult, but I also feel as though like if we've been friends for X amount of years and I like, I don't even consider you a friend, like your family at this point. Um, you know, we have a million and one cousins, you now the cousin or whatever. And it's just like, you know, we're, we're here for each other, you know? And I, I think as you get older, the conversations really hit differently as far as like, what exactly you want in life career-wise, you know, what's going on with you mentally, um, what's going on with you in relationships, why things aren't working out, you know, you you feel comfortable enough to know that, like, damn, you know, my last relationship didn't work out because of me, this is what's going on, and when you have that safe space to do that, then you're in, you're in a spot to where it's like, all right, I need to be able to take what you know, this person is saying, because if I came to them and I'm sharing this is because I need help, but they also care. You know, I can't, you know, get offended by what they're saying. Um, And I think I think it's also about the delivery. But I think at times like when the delivery is just, you know, it's more of like, why'd you wait so long to tell me type of thing? You know, I could have been helped. and the delivery may come off as like a little <coughs> harsh, but it's like it's a it's passion behind that. 
you know, I, I care because I could have done this or I could have, you know, we could have done this. So now we're in this space to try to figure and, and get you out of where you're at right now. So what can we do now? Um, so, yeah, man, you just got to you just got to really sit back and, and understand and know who, you know, who your true friends are. And if if this person really looks at you as a friend. um, You know, they should understand and and. And get out of their own, you know, feelings about things. No matter what is being discussed, I've been in your life for X amount of years. You've brought this to my attention. You've brought that. So now when I say something, it's an issue. And just sit there and look. The truth hurts. But the truth will also be a very much understanding process for you to know that it's coming from some somebody who actually loves you. And not from someone who doesn't know know you from a can of paint and just judging you. So that's a fact. That's a fact. That's why I say it's, a, it's, a, it's another openness to knowing that the the subject, like the friend that you're trying to talk to, because mm-hmm. you know some of the stuff that we saying has to be known by them too. Like you know that somebody's trying to be a friend and trying to help, and that they do have a safe space to talk to them. Sometimes it might not be that way for them, depending on whatever they're going through. Yeah. But on your own part, the least you could do, and the most you could do, is, you know, extend that limb from, you know, your tree of friendship. Mm-hmm. And let them know that they're that they good, they safe for you to speak about whatever, to get it all out. And that they'll, you know, whether or not they're willing to accept your help, they right. got it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. That's how you gotta hold. That's how you gotta hold that down, man. It's 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 levels. Not even levels. It's levels of friendship. But friendship is a is a process. It's a lifelong process too. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, definitely agree with you on that one. Um, have any closing remarks on this one? No, that's that's it. Everybody said the the same thing in different aspects. Mm-hmm. Everybody put their input. Um, I think all three of us will be said is definitely. Definitely big factors mm-hmm. in dealing with it. Agreed, man. Well, listen, guys, this was episode 122. Um, for the person that directed this question, hopefully it'll be helpful for you and the friendship that you guys have. If not, at least you know that you did everything you could on your part. Either that friend is going to be appreciative of you or they're just going to, you know, take you for granted and miss out, you know? Um, but again, this was episode 122. So effing classy. Hell of a job. You know? Hell of a job. All that nervousness for what? Oh, goodness. Put me back there. So effing nervous. Right. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. Yeah, we closing out. It's your big dog, K6. Shout out to Finest Carlton, your dick. So effing nervous. Behind the scenes, Miss Green. Leah, a.k.a. The Therapist, we're going to keep holding it down for you, man. Until next time, y'all, we out of here. And the max, and the max, and the max, Carlton.